Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, we are quickly approaching the end of January. I can't even believe it. I can't either. I, I know every time we start the podcast, I'm like, I'm glad I'm not 90 years old because time's flying too fast. And again, I will say I'm glad I'm not 90 years old because time's flying too fast. <laughs> no, it is so wild. I think about how in 2020, we thought the year went by so slowly because we were in the heat of uh, heat in the height of a pandemic. And then in 2021, we were like, Oh my God, I can't believe we're still in the middle of this. This is so horrible. And then 2022 flew by so quickly. And we were like, 2023 is not going to go by. And it already is the third week. Where did, where did these first three weeks of the new year go? I don't know. There's a robber out there that's stealing our time. Something. Holy cow. It's crazy. Yes. Well, we have so many emotionally nutritious words to get through this year. Uh, So I'm so excited for this week's nutritious word. But first, let's start off with our Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Yes, the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Everybody has one of these. Okay. It's called a shirt mask. Okay. So it's that part of your shirt located just below the chin and used to filter foul odors such as in unclean bathrooms or after a destructive passing of gas. (laughs) And think about all of the masks we've been wearing during COVID. So if you don't have your mask, then you just use your shirt. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. And think about little kids, too. Little kids are so quick to put that shirt up over their nose when they do not like what they are smelling. And to just holler, too. Oh, yuck, it stinks. So true. Oh, my gosh. So true. Well, you know what doesn't stink is this emotionally nutritious word of the week. Yes. I love this. Um you know, this selection, it just kind of, Casey and I discussed a little bit ahead of time and I'm like, this one is speaking to me. I love it. And so I will introduce delightful in spirit. Ooh, Jill, tell me what that means to you. So delightful in spirit. It's like the words are heavenly, they're light, and, I, and I'm, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, they need to have ice cream flavors <laughs> named like this. I with love the emotionally that. nutritious words like, eat this. It will make you delightful in spirit. Right. So I thought about, you know, what is your spirit or what do you think spirit is? Is it a higher power? Is it you absorb the five people that are around you? Is mm-hmm. it your your book? of code for your own personal, I will be this, I will conduct myself this way. Sure. Because there's something that guides you to act the way you act. Mm -hmm. And when you think about people that are delightful in spirit, I'm like, who comes to mind? Well, I just, you know, last year read the book of joy. Right. And Dalai Lama, Archbishop Mm -hmm. Desmond Tutu. And there is a documentary on Netflix on the making of that book. That's right. And you can see the two of them. They are delightful in spirit. Mm-hmm. They are genuine. They laugh. They make each other comfortable. You know, they reach out with a caring touch and concern mm-hmm. for each other. They, they show each other affection. And I think those are some things that, 
can make you delightful in spirit. Sure. And attractive to other people. That makes sense. That yeah. Makes were you, sense. What, what do you think when you think delightful in spirit? Yeah. I went immediately to looking out for the social and emotional well-being of someone else. So when you have that uh, delightful in spirit mindset or attitude that it, it it is your attitude and it comes with positivity and a lightness, but that doesn't mean that it, you are unavailable to be serious. It just means that with positivity, you're coming into the world and approaching things with that positive outcome of possibility. And I think when you're looking out for the social and emotional well-being of others, you are showing care and concern and you're putting other people in front of you. And I think that that carries through in your spirit, because I think that it's an energy that you're bringing to the table and it is more so about others. When I think about delightful people in my life, it really is because of their presence, their positivity, the energy that is around them. It's like an aura. And so it really, to me, is spirit, right? It is, I like how you said, Jill, like this heavenly being, you know, or like something, it, it's around them. And it, I know you're not supposed to define the word with the words, but it is truly delightful. But again, I think light, if we're thinking about light, it is, it's like this shine. It is um, also airy, if you will, like it's not heavy. Yes. That, that presence isn't uh, burdensome. It is just really, uh, I don't want to say that it's carefree. I think it is actually careful and intentional, but it, and maybe that's it is it's, it is intentional. It's just not devoid of the emotion that it takes to be caring about someone else. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that because when you were describing what it is, I kept thinking refreshing. Mm -hmm. It's refreshing mm -hmm. to be around that person. Mm -hmm. And we all know what it's like when you have to be around someone that drags you down. Right. And you don't even, you got to give yourself a pep talk right. before you even have that conversation. Mm. And with the delightful in spirit, it's like moths being drawn to a light. So you, know, true. you just gravitate, you know, to that because it makes you feel good to be around that person. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, when we look at other people who are delightful in spirit, kids. Sure. Kids. And, you know, every time you see kids playing or, you know, um, a baby learning to walk or they're giggling for the first mm -hmm. time. That's the giggle. That's delightful in spirit. That is. And it's pure and it's honest. Mm -hmm. And I think we look at that and we don't, we're not jaded. Yeah. I think that 
maybe we're onto something with baby and not jaded and there's an innocence to it. But again, I don't think that it makes it devoid of uh, being able to be serious or understanding the complexity of life. I think that, again, it's just the approach and just wanting what is best for someone sitting next to you and doing so, you know, in the most positive manner. I just, I do think about sometimes you might see an email or a text message, or you might see your phone ringing and you're like, Oh, right. Like you just know the energy suck that some people um, that impact that some people have on you. And you're like, Oh my goodness. But there are others that you just cannot wait to swipe on that answer button and to get the conversation rolling, or you're just hopeful that you get the opportunity to engage because they are so phenomenal and you just want them to be a part of your life. Yes. Yes. And I think, you know, it's about people. It's about the actions we choose to do. There's certain activities that we can do to, Mm -hmm. to, to lift our spirit and um, bring that creative side as well. Um, I think delightful in spirit people are always open Mm. to learning more about others, about themselves, about the world in general, because I, I think that they realize I, that they can't exist alone and that others is what makes them tick. That's why they're here. Absolutely. That brings a lot of hope into the world and that opportunity for not only their growth, but for the growth of other people. Until everyone has hope, here's your weekly dose. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.